you run on the apps, but yeah, the apps what, are okay. What happened to the Italian girl? Yeah, that just fizzled. Nothing really happened. I think she got a boyfriend in the interim period, or someone. Ah. Nothing really happened there, unfortunately. Um, and obviously, lockdown's not helped. No. I'm happy to talk about my love life, but there just isn't much to talk about, unfortunately. So, yeah. Well, all right, well, let's keep going at it then. Three, two, one, and you're live on the Ed and Stu talk show with your hosts Ed and Stu and special guest Mr. David Grant. How's it going, Stu? Yeah, good, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yourself? I'm very well. Um, great to have you on the pod, Dave. Thanks. Uh, it's great. Um, it's it's great to be here. Former Magic the Gathering player extraordinaire. Um, two GP top eights, is it? <laughs> is it? Um, only one. Just the one. Uh, but uh, many nationals top eights. Um, a man that loves social interactions. You know, we've on the pod before, Stu. We've talked about reading books like How to Make Friends and Influence People. Dave Grant is really just one of these guys that just naturally gets it. He he, he loves nothing more than going into a coffee shop and when they ask what coffee you want, having a big long conversation, telling the person they're, they're a lovely person, they've got nice eyes, what they're doing today, having a five minute conversation with them. And um, so yeah, he's just that guy. It, just, it all just flows naturally um, for David. <laughs> You're now expecting me to... Um... To have some decent chat, which I'm not sure that's going to going to happen, mate. Don't worry, mate. Everyone clams up on the first pod. <laughs> you you you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. This may surprise you, but um, the first couple of pods that me and Stu did, we didn't actually really know what we were doing. I've heard your pods; they're very good. I've been I've been writing yeah. them. What's your favourite bit? Um, I liked the one where uh, Ed completely missed the recording of one person, um, and then had to redo it as, as separate questions. That was that was that was a good one. The best of, um, generally yeah. considered the best. Um, okay, right for this for the sake of actually having a topic to talk about, um, what are your favourite TV shows of this year, Dave? Um. I've watched, I think, three or four that have been particularly good. As you, as I'm going to wait until you finish that drink. Of course, Dark being the first one. <laughs> was that released? Was there a new series this year of that? Yeah, I think there's series three, the finale. Okay. Um, which is all a bit mental, but it's that that was, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think you guys have talked about Watchmen loads and loads, didn't you? So I did watch Watchmen. That was. Fun. And what did you think? It was. It was amazing. Yeah, I think it was I thought it was perfect. Yeah, you don't get writing like that often, I don't think. Um, yeah, that was fantastic. And then, oh, another, uh, uh, what's it called? It's called The Terror. 
but that wasn't i watched that this year but I, I don't it wasn't released this year and that was um that was pretty full-on that was i hadn't watched any horror for a long time and that was that was fantastic what season of the west were you up to oh i'm still on um season one um go, slow going have you seen it before I hear it's good. I've never seen it. Okay, yeah. I, it's a bit slow for me. I think we've had this chat on the pod before. I've watched the first sort of couple of episodes. I, I remember watching a few episodes at the time. I can see why people like it. but I, I can't imagine watching something like that. It sounds... I mean, yeah, it sounds crap. <laughs> you can't have an opinion about TV unless you've at least watched The West Wing. You know? That's bullshit. What a, what a, that's a silly statement. Yeah, in the Wire, I, mean. I think. That, that, that's the benchmark. Although I did see something on, do you know Screenplayed? Like on Facebook, it has, um, it basically shows you like the script of a film and then shows shows the scene. So like the script as it was originally intended or with, with amendments and that sort of thing and then plays out the scene. And it's always like an iconic scene in a movie. So they had a bit from Breaking Bad and it's, it's the bit where he basically starts attacking his family and I've basically forgotten almost all of what actually happens in Breaking Bad. And then watching that again, I was just like, oh God, this programme was like so good. It need, needs to get a rewatch at some point. It's, 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 I don't know, it's pretty full on stuff. I'm not sure I could put, put myself through that, to be honest. Well, it's a five seasons and it's, it's all, none of it's fun, is it? Breaking none Bad? It, yeah, none of it's fun. At no point you're thinking, oh yeah, yeah, this is great. It's like, ooh, ooh. no. Is that not the, is that the same with the dark and stuff like that? Mm, yes, but well, dark's dark's a story. Like I don't know. Actually, I don't really have an have an argument for it. At least dark's quite short, really, start and finish. It was interesting as well because it's German. You don't get many, or I don't watch many foreign, much foreign TV season series. So. Um, yeah, just to be, just to be clear, you're not saying that the racial thing. That's just because you 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 don't speak German. What do you mean? Well, you're not saying that you don't watch other things in other languages, like because you. you no, know. we're lucky, aren't we? Everything that we get is English yeah. anyway. They're very rarely get careful something good enough, or rather, that they think they'll be able to sell. Um, although that's changing, seemingly, which is good. Yeah, I want to get into all of the sort of Scandi, uh, they've all got those sort of murder mystery police ones that look really good. And apparently they're epic, but I've never really seen one. I did watch the first episode, Ed, of Don't Fuck With Cats. I've got to watch the next two. It is absolutely, I was like, who, have you seen that, Dave? I saw the lead into it. I, I have to say, I, I was watching the first 20 minutes like through my fingertips. I didn't want to, didn't want to see anything that would disturb me. Um, but... Wow, really crazy, really crazy. It's good, and it's not too long. Like sometimes you you watch these things, you're like, right, how long's the episode? Sixty minutes. How long we left to go? Forty minutes. Oh god! But there's been quite a few we've watched recently. There are only like three or four episodes. That's one of them. We're watching the Ripper at the moment. I think that just came out on Netflix. That's about the Yorkshire Ripper. Um, yeah, yeah. Who died recently? That's super interesting because it's like a nice sort of time well not nice but it's a timepiece you know it's got a lot of the sort of old footage a lot of sort of um yeah obviously yorkshire accents that despite the um obviously terrible um subject matter are nonetheless quite quite amusing um so yeah that that's been quite interesting Alla watched another one um the ted bundy tapes which similar sort of thing um i i i can't i don't i don't agree with them you see i don't agree with that sort of um 
you know, I, I watched the Tiger King only recently, and I was like, oh, which was good. But I, in fact, put that up as, as something this year, which was pretty. I don't, I don't, I'm not a massive fan of the fact that you people are making money out of these horrific stories. I think I don't think these people's stories should be really. You know, no one should be making money out of these things. Well, the most interesting about the Ripper is the fact that. It was the trade-off because it seemed like they were giving a lot of information out. So it's the trade-off between like trying to get sort of letting the public know and answering the press and that sort of thing, but actually giving quite a lot away. And then the publicity actually sort of spurred spurred him on a bit. And then obviously if you're a serial killer, some of them are going to quite enjoy that, the sort of infamy and that sort of thing. Whereas I think nowadays perhaps the police investigation wouldn't have been, you know, wouldn't have said quite so much to the press and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, yeah but they've made it, but this program is made for profit, right? I mean, they're, they're yeah. calling some, what's it yeah. called? Um, it's called The Ripper. The Ripper. It's Yorkshire but, Ripper. I don't know. It's just, it's a bit distasteful, isn't it? I mean, like I say, I say this and then I watched Tiger King and I was like looking at it through my, through my fingers. I couldn't finish Tiger King. Uh, I, I, I watched, I, I find that sort of, um, I find that sort of show too, um, yeah, it's too ostentatious. It's too in your face. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. I feel like some of it is, you know, is for show like, and the way they've edited it and that sort of thing. But I think generally people just love like true crime stories. Because yeah, it's so, and that's the thing with Don't Fuck With Cats. I was, when I was watching the first episode, it's just even trying to imagine what it would be like to be a psycho. And you can sort of like, there's those moments where you're watching and there's like a millisecond where I'll be like, whoa, that's so weird to be that guy, you know? And like, what, what, that's what it makes people. What would I do next, you know, after yeah. I've done that? How, how, how would I get away with it? You know, that's, that's what... Well, there was that thing in the news recently about that poor girl in New Zealand and um, uh, they finally were able to release the, the name of the guy that had did it, done it and um, shown his picture and he's just like, after the day, just after he's killed her he's just off out to the supermarket to buy a suitcase and you're thinking to yourself i mean i try to imagine like what would i be like you know i get stressed about my work and i just go to the shops to buy bread and i'm like <laughs> i just killed someone you know it would be i mean i could you try and imagine it and then i think that's what's so gripping about it that they're just normal people well normal in the lucy sense of word. and um they are <laughs> really loose <laughs> Aliens? <coughs> no, you said you said in the loosest sense of the word. I mean, yes, as loose as it comes, really. I mean, they're not normal people, are they? No, you're right. What I mean is they're yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. They're not normal, but oh, it freaks me out. And I think the other thing is it's obviously that I think the thing that find I think I find quite intriguing with those huge crime things, and a lot of other people do, is that you realise that you're maybe only one terrible mistake away from completely doing something awful. You know, like it's maybe it's horrific when you think about it. I think that's what terrifies me the most about watching those shows. And I'm probably going to get arrested now. This is probably going to be like a minority <laughs> report red flag. Like, <laughs> um, keeping it on the TV theme, I watched A Star Is Born. Um, it's two, two weeks ago now. Um, 
that bloody song. I'm on the deep end. But like, basically never heard the song. I've never watched the movie, never heard the song. But yeah, that song got stuck in my head. So I had quite high hopes for the movie. Have you guys seen it? I've not. Oh, it's horrendous. It's it's terrible. People love it. It's it. Yeah, the film is really bad. It's just <laughs> like it's just filler from from the get go. Like minor minor character arc, and it's just trundles along. So yeah, not not worth a watch. Oh, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it's quite meme heavy, so there's a one one benefit of it. Um, Tell you what, I watched an Ed Ross recommendation came through for me. Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, rinsed it. It was the classic. I mean, it's it's obviously terrible, and it is terrible, but it's so easy to watch. It. I think actually it is so good because the, the irony is that Ted Lasso's character is is stupid because he's too nice, and yet that's why you want to watch it. What nice thing will he do next? It's going to be a second season, but it's it is it's very it's an easy watch, which is what I need because when you're watching those sort of dramas, I can't do it. I can't watch something after like nine o'clock. How, how, how much how much how much TV do you guys watch? Well, this I don't the thing. I have a very limited amount of time to, to watch it as well. Obviously, I've got my podcast. Um, uh, you know, uh, you're investing these days. Oh, um, well. <laughs> so what Stu is trying to allude to is the fact that he keeps messaging me on WhatsApp um, to ask about financial TikTok and um, how to how to invest in a an ISA. Um, no, I don't. I have I have I have a couple of simple questions that you've finally answered in a. Well, still, it's it's a little bit like chatting about FPL. I'm like saying, which ISA are you going to invest in? One that's got a lifetime ISA. Well, which company? You know, it's like you're trying to keep it to yourself. Did you well, see? ISAs ice aren't exactly, they're, they're not rocket science, are they? You just pick an ISA, don't you? I mean, it's not. Yeah. Oh. It's, 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 it isn't rocket science. Um, but I tell you what is rocket science, trying, trying to explain to Stu why, let's say you've got a, like a 300 grand mortgage. And the interest rate is two percent, and you can get a seven percent um, rate of return in the stock market in the in like the relatively long term. And if you got given three hundred grand, and you didn't need that money for let's say ten years, that you wouldn't pay off your mortgage and you'd invest it in the stock market because the interest rate on your mortgage is lower. Yeah, but I've explained. I've said this. It's not. I understand the math. I understand the financial consequences of the decision. I'm just saying that there's. There's a non-financial element to paying off your mortgage that so you get peace of mind that you own your house and that's done. Yeah, but like, okay, you know, you're putting a, you're putting a big price on that, and like realistically, you yeah. still own it ultimately when you pay the pay the mortgage if you've got money sitting there in the bank. I don't know if this what, would you would you not just do? I mean, if, why don't you do a bit of both? There's no be- there's not the- there's no benefit to paying off bits. Of yeah, the there might not be a benefit, but he's obviously got a, a he, he obviously doesn't want to do it. Like like Stu says, it's the stock market has a sort of a particular name about it. No, you know, it, it does go down, it does go up. Of course, on the on the long term, you're probably going to well, you are you're probably going to make money. But like Stu says, you know. Once you paid off your house, you know you've paid off your house. It's just, it's a different feeling, isn't it? Yeah, you know feels riskier every month from your job. You know, oh, I get to just spend that on my bills and other stuff I want. I don't have to pay the mortgage; like it's sorted. And I know that if I lose my job, worst comes to the worst, I've got my my mortgage paid. That like, that rhetoric is on the same level as like our parents saying, 
or you got to get a house. A house is an investment. Like you well, can't what? you can't rent you can't rent property because then you're you're just paying someone else's mortgage off. So why don't you remortgage your house and then reinvest the money? I could do, yeah. Why don't you? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't you know? No, but I mean, I don't think I'm being as stupid as you're making me out to be because I'm turning down the, the yeah, sure so, Yeah, no, you obviously put a very high price on that feeling of your mortgage being paid off. But like, yeah. if, if you're minted, if you're pretty minted, people still do that. They still rent things and that sort of thing. Even if you're pretty minted, you don't necessarily just buy everything outright. All right, all right. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Okay, if you if you got given, let's say, let's say you owned your houses, right? If you got given a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand pounds, what would you what would you do with it? Starting with Ed, what would you do with two hundred thousand pounds? It's free money. Like it's just been given to you. You never expected it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna put it into your house because your house is done. Ten what grand. You... Ten grand on the fortieth birthday party in Vegas. Um, and now that we're on the pod, Dave, I want a a commitment that you'll be coming in two years' time. Um, ten grand on that, and then the other hundred ninety k in in a in a basket of index funds. Which index funds, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever. FTSE one hundred, <laughs> Standard and Poor's five hundred. Some sort of global thing. That's it. All tra- what, like all tracker stuff. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> right, come on, Stu, give us a better answer than that. I have to say, I'm going to disappoint you, Dave. I, if the mortgage is paid off, I'd probably do the same. I've, uh, I've been reading up on. I wouldn't put the ten grand in Vegas. I mean, I, I stick that on a credit card because interest rate in the credit card is lower than the stock market returns. So you know, no, it's thirty percent, mate. Come on, come on. Uh, interest-free credit card, twenty months and interest-free. I'd take out, but you would, you wouldn't, Ed or Stu, you wouldn't do any high-risk investment. I wouldn't do any high-risk investment. I'd probably spend a lot of money uh, traveling and maybe, you know, the idea. I think the idea behind the finance thing is to like try and get to a million, and then you can take out four percent a year. So then you're taking out forty grand a year. Oh, it's so boring though, Ed. It's so it's boring. boring. I know it's fucking it's boring. It's so boring. I just don't want to work until I'm 70. That's. that's yeah, but you don't have to. You could just go in and invest in something that's going to make you millions. Oh, here we go. Right. Let's hear the pitch then. What bar do you want us to invest in then? How, mu- how, much, think... how much liquid cash have you got exactly, Ed? Okay, hang on. This is, this is the point I'm trying to make. Surely in you, you have a business idea or an idea that you could invest in that you would very much enjoy and you could probably make more than this 4% that you are planning on making, right? So is there not something, part of you, that thinks I've got enough risk in me to go, fuck it, I'll set up a horse riding school or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Is there nothing in there, Ed? A card game shop. Huh? A card game shop. (laughs) Yeah, a card game shop. By the way, they're bad investments. Don't do and that. Then, and then, yeah, a board game cafe, and then you spend the rest of your life cleaning toilets and dealing with not all the dregs of society, but but some some of the dregs of society. Anyway, right, that's financial TikTok back. Let's get, oh. let's break it, get back around. Stu, what what else is your top top TV or, or um, I guess not really film. Well, some film, there's some Netflix films, I guess. Oh, film. 
I said Ted Lasso. Um, right, I'm really... if, 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 if Ted Lasso is what you want to hang your hat on for the entire year, that's fine. I'll just rattle off a few. Um, well, fair you, enough. This, this. I'm not sure this was this year, but hold on a minute. You've said it's my su- turn. Succession season two. You might have heard of it. The Boys season two. Um, Love Life. I what I watched those as well. <laughs> Queen's Gambit. For me, Queen's Gambit's the top because since I've watched it, all I've done is play chess like every day. Overrated. No. It's beautifully shot and it's a star turn um, and it it reinvigorated my love of chess. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. And the other one, if you want to go um, proper Guardian Easter uh, critique is... May I destroy you? BBC drama. And then obviously we talked about Tiger King. We watched Normal People as well, but I think that was pretty poor. Mandalorian is amazing. I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. Like series two starts to sort of put in a bit more of the sort of Star Wars lore and that sort of thing. And it just, it just gets really good. So yeah, that that's mine. The one I'm going to start watching soon is the morning show. That's another one on Apple TV. Um, so yeah, right, Dave. While we've got you, any good music recommendations from the last year? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Let me just bring my Spotify up. Hang on. It's all right. We have, we have plenty of dead air on every podcast. That's absolutely fine. If I just look at my top songs 2020 from my um from my uh, uh, Spotify. So I've got about four, uh, five of them from the Caribou um, album. Home, Caribou. What is that sort of chill out sort of rock? Is it the, the album Suddenly by Caribou, 2020. Um, I don't know. It's a, a bit poppy, but um, a bit chill out. Some sort of a bit more upbeat. But actually, just in terms of an album, I thought it was really, really enjoyable. Um I've been listening to a lot of Foles. Oh, Run the Jewels, their they're more oh, recent yeah. album. That was fantastic. Uh, RTJ4. Um, oh, and Jeff Buckley. Do you know Jeff Buckley? Yeah. Um, I had never heard that album before. Grace. Fantastic. Grace, yeah, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, and he's it was extremely talented. Fantastic, so, though. Oh, Charlotte Gainsbourg, bit of that. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So, but my big one is Caribou. Okay, well, avid listeners, check that one out. I think we're going to wrap it up. Lovely to talk to you, Dave, and we'll have another pod probably in between Christmas and New Year. We'll do a bit more of a review of 2020. Um, thankfully, we've not talked about lockdown. Or Was that funny politics, enough? So that's all good. Well, we're not finished yet, mate, so... Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so that's been David Grant. Oh, man, I don't think I got it right. I think I fucked it. See you next week.